What's up and welcome back to another Going Rounds podcast. Um, I am back and I'm still a little stuffy. So uh, if I sound a little funny, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a little over a week. I'm still battling this bullshit sickness. Um, it's been since last Wednesday. So I apologize for last week's episode. I was a little out of it, a little spacey. Um, <laughs> That's what uh, being all medicated up and feeling like crap will do to you. But I wanted to make sure I got the podcast out no matter what and, you know, give a little preview of the fights and everything else I went over. So I appreciate you for watching if you saw it. Um, And I also apologize because I know I was a little spaced out, but it's all good. At least I got it done. And yeah, I am back now feeling better. Hopefully not so spacey and uh, unfortunately still nasally, so that sucks. It's all good. Um, before we get going too far, uh, just wanted to remind everybody, if you're here, make sure you give this video a like, um, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I'm going live. Uh, just got to keep getting that out there and uh, keep getting likes and you know, people subscribing. Oh, and share it too, you know, if you know somebody that likes combat sports or MMA and, you know, likes watching the fights and, and stuff like that, you know, share the share the video. Throw it out there. Give me some new viewers. Um, if you like the show, hopefully they will too. So, yeah, uh, do that if you can. I'd appreciate it. Um, but anyway, let's see. Now I have to get this to turn off. I don't know. <laughs> I had that set up, but for some reason. Great. I love it when I start like this. Awesome. <laughs> um, What did I do? It... Oh, I know what I did wrong. Here we go. Yeah, so much for being spacey, huh? <laughs> and I turned off other stuff. That's cool. Um, There we go. Anyway. So. There's my reminder. Made it a little longer because I'm forgetting stuff. But hopefully nobody else out there is sick. And if you are sick, I hope you get over it quickly. Um, it seems to hang around for way too long. And yeah, it sucks. And I'm tired of it. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that after maybe a couple more days, hopefully by the end of this weekend coming up, I am fully past all this. I still have a bit of a cough and Obviously, a stuffy nose. So, yeah, I'm tired of all of it. It needs to go away. Um, annoying. Very annoying. So, but, uh, yeah, besides that, uh, hopefully everyone else is doing all right. We got some good fights coming up this weekend. Uh, big pay-per-view. Last pay-per-view of the year for the UFC. Um, it's not as big as it should have been. There's a lot of fights that were supposed to have happened on this you know, on this pay-per-view and they're not happening. So there's been cancellations and changes and stuff like that. But for the most part, still a pretty good card. Uh, when there's, you know, decent names in the prelims and stuff, it's you can't complain too much. So it is the last UFC pay-per-view of the year. And then um, there's going to be one more fight night after this, which will be the weekend after. and. The uh, and then there's gonna be like a month off of UFC, so I'll be covering whatever else is out there, and you know I gotta look at the schedule and see what's going on for the rest of combat sports and MMA, and see what kind of stuff is on the schedule, what kind of events are gonna be happening. But if there's not a whole lot, I guess I'm gonna have to uh, get creative and come up with some other things to possibly, you know, cover or talk about. Maybe do just some different kind of stuff um, for content, you know? I'm going to keep the keep the podcast every Thursday for that month, no matter what. I'll come up with something and entertain you guys. So please tune in, check it out, see what's going on. So uh, I do have some pretty cool announcements coming up. If you follow me on social media, you probably saw. Uh, actually, let's just get right into this. Um, this is part of my... Uh, combat news section so here we go i'll start off with this on saturday this saturday for the ufc 282 pay-per-view i'm going to be watching it live 
and I'll be doing a special edition of the podcast. So if you're not doing anything Saturday, come check it out. It'll be 8 p.m. Arizona time for anybody not in Arizona. You know, you'll have to do the math there to figure out whatever time zone you're in. Basically, if the main card for the UFC is playing and you're watching it, you can also turn on this podcast and you'll be seeing me reacting to the fights. Um, obviously not showing the fights on the podcast because that's not allowed, but you're going to, you know, I'm going to be talking about all the fights and breaking stuff down as we go. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be joined by some guys from the rumble podcast, which is another podcast I'm a part of. Um, they are going to join me from what it sounds like. Everybody's going to be joining, but we'll see what happens. Uh, people got other plans and things like that. So it's no big deal. Whoever joins, I'll have at least two or three of the guys, if not all of them, uh, on with me. And we'll just be talking about the fights and react, you know, reactions and and then, you know, just some other bullshit stuff. <laughs> Try to make you laugh a little bit. We're, we're always getting into something. You'll get a little taste of what the Rumble podcast is about while we're on it. And uh, yeah, maybe it'll get you over and interested in watching the Rumble podcast uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Arizona time on YouTube on the rumble podcast youtube channel so check that out you know get a little little preview of what happens during that podcast and you know maybe it'll get you to want to go check it out and see what we do every week uh but either way tune in saturday uh for the ufc 282 main card and we'll be watching it here and hopefully entertaining you in the process so yeah check it out and it should be fun i'm looking forward to it this is something that you know other people do fight companions watch parties um watch alongs i don't know whatever you want to call it there's not too many names for doing something like this but for me i'm just kind of calling it a watch party podcast because we're going to be podcasting while we watch the fights and you know i'm going to be doing it with guys from another podcast it's a little collaboration so well, you know, it's just basically a watch party podcast. That's so that's kind of going to be my name for it. And it's not something I'm going to do all the time, obviously, because I usually have people at the house watching fights with me and, you know, having a, having drinks and a good time and stuff. But whenever possible, like there's not a lot of people around. A lot of people are out of town and, and have other plans because it's close to the holidays. So for this last pay-per-view, I wanted to do something. I, I couldn't just sit I could just sit by myself and watch it, but I had this idea, so I put it together, and I'm hoping that it goes off fairly well, and we have some fun and get some viewers, so check it out, 8 p.m. Saturday on this channel that you normally catch my podcast on. Um, hopefully, you guys all tune in. I'd appreciate it. Uh, moving on with some news. So, there's a big story going on in the UFC right now. It's kind of in the background. Uh... Kinda. I mean, people have been talking about it, but it's and 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 obviously on social media and all other news sites, you know, anywhere on the internet, you can see it. But it's not one of those things that's like out in the forefront, constantly getting updates. It, it's one of those things that's there, but just there. So, like it says here, the biggest scandal in UFC history. You know, that's yet to be seen. I mean, they've had things happen in the past. It all has to do with betting, um, betting on fights and possible fight fixing. This is what's being alleged. Um, or just someone having insights into fights that is causing a big change in action on fights for betting. So uh, James Krause is at the center of all this because he has a podcast, a Discord, and a betting service where he actually takes over people's accounts and bets for them or he gives out betting advice for you know the fights and he he's also a coach and a corner man for a, a lot of the fighters in the ufc he's an ex-ufc fighter himself uh if if you were around like maybe i don't know three years ago he was kind of kind of hot in the ufc two years ago um, he just retired um, maybe like a year, year and a half ago, maybe. But uh, he's involved with a lot of big fighters. Um, one of sort, uh, 
or I should say one notable name would be Brendan Moreno, who's ex um, flyweight champion uh, twice or once, twice, whatever, either way. Uh, and the interesting about that is, you know, along with the, oh, so basically, let me finish this off. Basically, what happened is Derek Minner was fighting. I don't remember who he was fighting. He had a pre-existing leg injury um, or knee injury. Yes, James Krause is in his corner. He knew about this. And suddenly there's action on the fight. Big, big change of action in the, in the betting for the fight on the opposite side. So, you know, when it's pretty lopsided and it's obvious, then there's going to be red flags risen and, and people are going to investigate. So pretty much uh, what's happened from that is that now James Krause is not allowed to even be at a UFC event. He's been banned from, this, from the organization in general. Uh, he can't be a corner man. He can't be a coach. And, or he can, but not for anybody in the UFC, which is what this is about. MMA fighters sticking with James Krause will face a ban amid gambling probes. So he's not allowed to gamble. Um, nobody's Nobody in a corner or involved with any of the fighters are allowed to gamble on the fights that they're involved in or in the fights at all, I don't think now. Um, there's just a lot of stuff coming down from all of this because it's just way too suspicious they're still investigating but as of right now he's banned from the ufc from cornering uh coaching or anything of the sort so any fighter that's still uh affiliated with him in any of those manners is also banned from fighting in the ufc so brendan moreno who has a fight coming up in the near future against davison figueredo for a championship belt cannot fight in that fight if he wants to keep James Krause as his coach or his, you know obviously he can't be his cornerman but he can still be his coach but not if Brandon wants to actually fight in the UFC so some kind of crazy shit man um Krause seemed like he had a legit thing going he started he was talking he was going on podcast talking about how much money he's making and how lucrative it kind of was for him to be doing what he was doing with all the betting stuff but i think he kind of fucked up <laughs> well he really fucked up if this is what's happening but you know he, you take one of his fighters and have something like this happen pretty suspicious and you know unfortunately some big things can happen from this he can get jail time if he really gets caught you know it's like the pete rose thing he got you know he uh got in a lot of trouble for betting um, people have been put in jail before for uh, fixing fights and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of like insider trading stuff, you know, insider information. If you know and you tell everybody, hey, I know this thing, please make sure you're betting on this person because I guarantee he's going to win. And then the guy goes in with a bum knee, throws some leg kicks and fucks his knee up even more, or his leg up even more. And all of a sudden he can't keep fighting other guy gets the win by tko because of an injury there you go of course you're gonna win that bet right so i don't know it's, the, it's kind of some fucked up shit and and it sucks because it puts the ufc in a bad light puts the sport in a bad light um and yeah there's bands getting handed out left and right right now for all this so there's more to come obviously on this but uh it's a story that i was interested in i heard a lot about and um yeah, it's it's a it's a shame. Um, unfortunately, James Krause kind of has a lot of uh, heat behind him because before I was even hearing about this, there was some kind of weird rumor. He used to coach uh, Megan Anderson, and I guess they had a falling out. He starts talking shit on Twitter, say accusing him of having a. He's married, and she's accusing him of having an affair with Laura Sanko because people on Twitter were accusing her of being like pretty much uh like a scorned you know woman from <laughs> like uh, an ex-boyfriend or an ex-fuck buddy or whatever so yeah this dude's got heat on him right now and he he needs to just chill um pretty much his discord his website and everything else has been deleted um probably because he knows what's happening and he's, he's got a lot of heat on him so i don't know 
uh, check out um, the news on all that if you're interested. Um, it's an interesting story to me because what whatever however this unravels, it could be it could be a lot of changes and, and a lot of crazy stuff happening for the UFC especially. Um, but it's an MMA problem in general from what it sounds to me. But it's being focused on the UFC right now because it's an ex-UFC fighter, a current UFC coach with the fighter that was involved, who, by the way, they did um, release him. They cut him from the UFC. Derek, Derek Minner, he's done. He's banned from the UFC. He'll never fight there again because of all this. So that's a damn shame, too. But moving on. Another big story, TJ Dillashaw retiring from the UFC. Suddenly, by the way, which that was a surprise to me because of all the shit that he was talking about how, you know, he was hurt going into the Aljamain Sterling fight. And uh, he said that if he wasn't hurt, he would have, you know, wiped the floor with Sterling and all this other shit. But, you know, he's been uh, plagued with injuries and then the steroid uh you know dropping dirty with usada the steroid use uh the two-year suspension all that all that shit once again you know here he is so here's the thing when it came out i saw a tweet that said you know tj dillashaw retiring from the ufc so i go check it out i'm like all right this is weird because i don't see this anywhere else so i wait um then i see it pop up on i believe facebook and I'm like, you know what? That's a credible source I usually use. So I'll go ahead and repost that. Then on Instagram or Twitter again, I don't know. I see somebody saying all of the um, all of the rumors about TJ retiring are untrue. He's just uh, stepping away for a while while he uh, recovers from his injuries. But then <laughs> within like 20 minutes, it's all over the place everywhere espn even sends out a, a notification saying he retired everything like that so the, the the truth is is he's retired but here's the catch dirty shit too um i mean i think he's pulling a conor mcgregor which if you know what's happening with conor right now and if you've been paying attention to any of that he looks jacked as fuck right now and there's a reason for that and that's because understandably he's coming off of a broken leg so that's a pretty substantial injury right he's been out for a while i'm pretty sure he's juicing i'm pretty sure he's on steroids um even rogan talked about it on a podcast of you know his that he had with another guy that we're talking about the whole liver king scandal i don't know if you heard of any of that but i don't know i get in these tangents of things that i hear about and <laughs> All these podcasts are talking about it, and there it is. It's in, in the forefront of my news, I guess. So, but anyway, um, yeah, everyone's talking about how Connor's huge and ripped and massive. And so kind of and he's been and, and it's it's been confirmed that he's out of the USADA testing pool right now. Which, if you don't know, you have to be in the USADA testing pool. You have to tell them they have an app and you have to tell them where you are 24-7. Uh, you have to update it 24-7. So if anything changes, you have to update it. Let them know where you're going, what times you're going to be there, all that shit. Because they have to test you. Um, and if you're... If, I guess if you miss... If they... If you do not update where you are and you miss them coming to test you, that's basically like dropping dirty. Because they're just assuming you're running from the test. So that's how serious that is. So... Connor basically dropped out of the USADA testing pool because he knew he'd be out for a while because of his broken leg. This is what people that retire do as well. Or you can stay in the pool, get tested. And that way, if you're ready to come back, no matter what, you can come back at the drop of a dime if you're in the testing pool still. But if you're out, then you have to get back into the testing pool for six months and have six months of testing before you can fight again. Not always true, though. They made an exception for Brock Lesnar. Juice head of them all, pretty much, um, in my opinion, <laughs> and from the things I've heard. Um, but for to save UFC 200, was it 200? No, UFC, not 200. I don't remember which one it was. 
anyway they they wanted him to jump in on a fight to kind of save the card so they basically tested him twice and then we're like ah you're good didn't even know the results yet so um there's big big shit going on about that but that was way back in the day and then now with connor it's kind of like he dropped out of the testing pool just so that he can do steroids i mean because it does help with it does help with healing from the broken leg and the injuries and stuff but i mean he's made he's putting it in everybody's face like rogan said i guarantee that the cup he pisses in would melt that's how hot his piss is right now it's just pretty funny um connor of course came back and talked shit too but it's a whole thing uh but yeah it's pretty funny so the allegations are that tj's not really retiring he's just fake retiring so that he can drop out of the testing pool and you know he got caught for epo which is like blood doping which is kind of what uh or is what um lance armstrong was doing so that's what he got caught for so that's what tj got caught for when he dropped down to 125 to fight henry cejudo still lost um i guess he had trouble with the weight cut so he was trying to you know do the epo and and keep his uh activity level high and his you know everything i don't know uh, it's just too much shit but either way so everybody's allegations now are that he he dropped out of the testing pool and he's retired so that he can do all the steroids he wants get back to good health drop the steroids and then get back into the testing pool and then unretire which isn't unheard of but you know it is what it is it's kind of a kind of a snaky thing to do and while he is called the snake that's kind of what people honor put that uh put that little uh what's it called um moniker or something like that on him is that he's a snake so anyway um yeah i guess we'll see i don't know i think the ufc is going to wind up having to do something about this kind of activity because it's obvious and it just seems like it's happening more and more often so as as for now tj's retired so good luck tj you know watch those needles bro <laughs> there's only so much you could do before you really fuck yourself up um i hate to be that way but you know what he got caught once already um he's kind of a dickhead um i i I respect his his talent for fighting, but when it comes down to it, man, I don't know. It's all kind of shitty and fishy, and I and I think it's kind of dirty. So, yeah, good luck, TJ, man. We'll see what happens when you come back. That's about it for MMA stuff right now, but we do have some boxing going on this weekend. Um, MMA related, though, because that is, yes, you see that correctly. It's Chris Cyborg fighting gabby holloway in a boxing match so this would be kind of the second professional boxing match that chris cyborg is having you know she's flirted with it in the past um she was talking about fighting clarissa shields forever um in mma and in uh boxing but uh you know she's far actually um maybe not fighting she was sparring with clarissa shields uh so that was a big old thing that happened and everybody was like talking about it and wondering if she's actually gonna uh you know box for sure um but uh she's yeah this is a legit professional fight and as of right now you know she he's a ginormous favorite it's like plus five thousand favorite so yeah uh she's got a lot to live up to um and we'll see if she actually does it and uh gets that win i believe she won her last fight um it's kind of weird though it's like one of those things where uh it's one of those things where um where was i going with that uh it's one of those things where she oh oh it's a four it's a it's so it's four rounds two four two minute round four two minute rounds that's what i'm trying to say i'm getting distracted over here because i'm making sure stuff is good on the on the feed but uh 
yeah four two minute rounds which her last i guess her last fight was eight two minute rounds so i don't know what the difference is i'm not even sure what she's what where she's boxing i don't even know i mean it says i don't know if that vlk prime i mean i don't really know all i know is also on this on the same card so it's kind of legit because on the same card terence crawford is fighting uh david i've 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 been oh man david ava I, I can't say his avenesian yeah uh anyway terence crawford is a pretty well-known boxer and he's pretty damn good from what i understand i don't follow boxing a ton but i do know the name and i've heard a lot about him and everyone talks about how good he is so same card you know she's fighting on the undercard of terence crawford which is pretty big i guess so um it's pretty cool i'll be watching to see what goes down with those fights uh more boxing teofimo lopez is fighting um oh man what's this dude's first name sandor Mar wait sand yeah sandor martin I i'm not sure who he is but i've heard of teofimo um i listened to a interview with him earlier and and he's got a crazy story i guess he pretty much this past year like died twice and was revived and brought back um one of them was fighting related because i guess he had some kind of issue while he was weight cutting and uh yeah pretty much like went into his fight not in good health and then because he just pushed himself and and got through and fought the way he was whatever issues he was having health wise um yeah he wound up like pretty much dying on a table and they you know they revived him and, and whatever but then he was pretty cryptic about the first time he said before that even the uh, he had died one other time and it sounded like he said it was just him being stupid so it's sounds like maybe he was doing something foul but he didn't want to talk about it so either way he's 25 years old um he's done a lot in boxing he, he's a name Teofimo Lopez I'm sure if you know boxing you know who he is uh but this is a top ranked fight top ranked boxing on ESPN uh this is Saturday um so yeah I'm not sure who else is on the card I just wanted to highlight this one because I you know there's a lot of boxing this weekend so with the Chris Cyborg thing you, you know it made sense to bring it up and you know, like I say I cover combat sports as well as MMA so uh boxing's a big thing too and i and i do like boxing i just don't like it like i like mma so and i'm not big into watching all the boxing matches because just it's it's hard to watch just boxing when you watch mma at least for me it is so um and then which i didn't even know and this one's kind of weird Manny pacquiao is fighting this weekend on saturday as well and this is a Triller event, so Triller is known for having kind of, I don't know, off-the-wall fights, kind of, I guess some people say circus fights. Um, but anyway, regardless of any of that, Manny Pacquiao fighting DK Wu, or Yu, I don't even know who that guy is either. It says, hmm, uh, legendary Mackie, Manny Pacquiao versus martial artist DK Yo for you i'm not sure how to say that but that tells you a lot martial artist so i don't know what he does or any of that but there it is another boxing match i didn't know anything about i just heard about it like a couple days ago i was like manny pacquiao's fighting this weekend that's odd I haven't heard much about it so i had to look into it and this is what i found so and i, I heard about it again today i'm like oh you know whatever it's manny pacquiao so i guess i'll bring it up <laughs> yeah so that that about wraps it up for that but first mma there's two big events this weekend um tomorrow night friday night is the big bellator 289 event so this is uh gonna be with uh rufian stotts versus danny sabatello and these dudes have beef big time uh these guys are just at each other's throats at all times mad shit talking constantly like these fools do not give it up 
they will not give it up. They're getting into fights when they see each other, like shoving matches. Um, they were on Ariel Hawani's uh, podcast like a few months back, and they got into it. Hawani had to get in the middle. Um, yeah, it was it's pretty nuts. And then they they pretty much say they can't really be around each other because they know it, shit's gonna go down. So it should be a pretty exciting fight. Or are they talking a lot of shit and they're they're gonna shit the bed in the cage because that's happens sometimes, man. They talk a lot of shit and then it's like a boring ass fight. And I'm hoping that's not how it goes, but that's how things go sometimes when they want to talk this much shit. So, um, but it, either way, uh, other fight, Patchy Mix versus uh, Magomed Magomedov. So let's get over to the fight card here. So there's Stotts versus Sabatello, 18 and one versus 13 and one. Um, pretty good records there. You know, they have both only suffered one loss. Everything else is pretty much um, even. Apparently, you know, <laughs> the big thing that they got into the fight over on Helwani's show is uh, the fact that Sabatello says that, uh, no, Rufion Stott says that Sabatello's not couldn't take him down if he tried. And they were like, let's do this. Let's do this right here. <laughs> and that, that's when they got up and started kind of going at it. So um, it sounds like... The, you know the wrestling's being challenged but according to sabatello he just wants to kick the shit out of stats and and knock him the fuck out so um let's see if he lives up to his word also so that is a bantamweight world grand prix fight for the bantamweight belt um but then there is also a women's flyweight world championship uh liz carmouche is an ex-ufc fighter and she is fighting Juliana Velasquez. Uh, they fought once before, and they actually, uh, Liz Carmouche won. That was actually Velasquez's uh, last fight. Uh, let's see. Where's I going here? Yeah, so um, that's her only loss is to Carmouche. So this is kind of a rematch here. Um, seems to me like Carmouche is the favorite for sure she's the champ at the moment and we'll see if velasquez can get that redemption on that loss and uh gain that belt here's the uh, another big fight patchy mix versus magomed magomedov magomedov is one of those guys you know kind of sounds like khabib nurmagomedov but you know all these guys are from the same area kind of dagestani russian type dudes magomed magomedov that's kind of <laughs> So funny saying his name it's like saying it twice um but patchy mix is on the come up he's a he's a pretty pretty exciting fighter in bellator he got uh a good striker versus a, a good grappler and uh yeah we'll see how that fight goes down rest of the card not too bad um well this fight i mean elton rosa versus anthony adams don't know much about him rosa's seven and oh so um we'll see if he keeps his undefeated record that's about it for Bellator. So catch that tomorrow. Let's see if we can find out. Bellator, oh, Showtime. So Bellator 289 on Showtime. At least it tells you. <laughs> I'm always giving Bellator shit because you don't ever know. Um, you don't ever know where the hell their fights are being shown or what time. So looks like main card is 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. So that'll be 7 o'clock here in, in Arizona. So, yeah, there you go. You got some fights to watch tomorrow, some MMA fights, and then you can watch UFC 282 on Saturday or any of those other boxing matches as well. But I'll be watching UFC for sure. Speaking of UFC 282, that's what we got going on next. Um, uh, Jan Blahovitz versus Magomeda Ankolaev. That's going to be for the light heavyweight championship. Because if you remember, Yuri Prohaska was the champ. Um, he vacated the belt because he got injured. Pretty nasty shoulder injury, tore a bunch of ligaments. Um, and and uh, he was supposed to be fighting Glover Teixeira, which Glover is uh, Glover's the guy that beat Jan Blahovic for the, the light heavyweight belt. And then Yuri beat Glover. So 
This is kind of a weird little thing here. So now Jan is fighting Magomed Ankolaev for the belt because they wanted Glover to fight Ankolaev. And he said no, because that's way too much of a different kind of fight. It's more of a grappling heavy fight. Um, he's fought Jan before. So he said he would fight Jan, but not Magomed. And yeah, the UFC wasn't having that. So Glover gracefully bowed out of that. He didn't really have a choice, but you know, and uh, they made John Blahovitz versus Magomed Ankalaev. So there you go. Um, here's the rest of the card. We got Cameron Simon versus Steven Kozlo. Uh, finishes Salvador versus Daniel De Silva, who Daniel De Silva, I've seen him fight before. He's pretty good. Um, PJ Brown versus Eric Silva. There's a lot of Silvas. Look at this. That's hilarious. Um, and they're not both from Brazil, so that's even more funny. Uh, TJ Brown, haven't seen or heard much of his, but Eric Silva's pretty good. Um, I've seen him fight a few times. Uh, but yeah, they don't even have odds for these fights. It's These are the early prelims, that's why. I'm starting from all the way at the bottom. But this was why, too, because... Billy Quarantillo versus uh, Alexander Hernandez. This should be a pretty good fight. Um, they actually have odds on this one. Bobby Q or Billy Q is actually favored to win. Um, he's been a name that's been coming up here and there. Um, he hasn't fought in a while, I don't think. But uh, yeah, he's one of those up and comers that people got their eye on because he's definitely got some talent. Um, Alex Hernandez has been. Uh, and say damn i got distracted there alex hernandez another good young fighter um i don't know a ton about him but uh moving on to the prelims we got chris curtis versus joaquin buckley joaquin buckley i don't know if you remember during um i think like beginning of covid time i think something like that sometime in the covid era when they were just doing fights at the apex only with absolutely nobody in there um Joaquin Buckley went viral with this crazy, like, um, he basically threw a kick and his opponent caught the kick, was throwing punches at him. And instead of like, just trying to kick his foot loose or something like that, he actually did this, um, flying spinning kick straight to his opponent's like head, knocked him out. Uh, it went viral. It was pretty crazy. Had, uh, people like, I think like Lil Wayne or Drake or both of them like tweeting about it. It was nuts. Um, so that's Joaquin Buckley. So he's a pretty exciting fighter. I mean, he hasn't done anything to that magnitude since then, but you know, he's still a good fighter. I think Chris Curtis, um, that's a pretty even matchup there. It looks like Buckley's a, a favorite. So Edmund Shabazian versus Dolce Lungiambula. I fuck, man, that's tough. I don't I don't know who that guy is really so um looks like he's the underdog uh shabazian's a name he's been around for a while came up in the same camp as uh ronda rousey did he was kind of you know ronda's like protege type yeah but uh he hasn't really done a ton for himself he's kind of got a win-lose win-lose type thing going on so still still fun fighter to watch though um this is gonna be good Narzino Rosenstroke versus Chris Dawkins now Chris Dawkins had he's got a brother that fights as well in a lower weight class um I believe was on the last fight card and his his brother's Kyle Dawkins and he actually lost so uh Chris is on Chris is also on uh, coming off a loss, if I remember correctly. Uh, let me see if I can bring this up here. Uh, add this ready because I wanted to double check. Uh, I just want to see if I'm right about this. I believe Chris is coming off a loss. Yes, coming off two losses, Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades. So he, he needs a win pretty badly here because, you know, losing three in a row in the UFC is not a good thing. Um, a lot of people get cut after two, usually on average, three losses in a row. And I mean, that's kind of a shame because he was on a five-fight win streak before he lost to Derek Lewis. 
in uh, December of last year, and then uh, he lost to Curtis Blades March earlier this year in March. So, uh, yeah, he needs that win. So, um, you know, we'll see. But he's fighting uh, Garzino Rosenstroke, which that's that's a tough ass opponent, man. Um, he he uh, he's a fucking beast. But he's also coming off of two losses in a row. So damn. Uh, he's a heavy hitter, though. He beat um, Alistair Overeem back in December 2019. But the notable thing about that is he uh, he, he busted Alistair's lip open, like, in a bad way. It was pretty nasty, like, wide open, busted lip. Kind of like Robbie Lawler um, during the uh, Rory McDonald fight, if you remember that. So either way, both these guys are looking for a win. So this should be a pretty good fight because I think they're both going to be out there ready to get the finish and uh, and looking to get that win. Um, and that usually makes for a damn good uh, fight. Then we got Raul Rosas Jr. versus Jay Perrin. Now Perrin, I don't know a ton about, but Raul Rosas Jr., if you remember... Um, is I talked about him. He is the youngest uh, fighter to ever sign to the UFC. He's only 18 years old. He's still a senior in high school right now, which is insane. Um, he got his. He got some. He got a win in the Dana White Contender Series and got signed. So he's making his debut. And you know, uh, I read some stuff on it earlier. You know, he. Uh, he idolizes um, Robbie Lawler. He said that was one of his favorite fighters, which unfortunately he would have been fighting on the same card as Robbie Lawler for his debut, which would have been pretty damn cool, except <laughs> Robbie had to bow out with a with an injury, which is a damn shame. So, but anyway, apparently uh, Rosas followed Robbie through his career and idolized him, so... Yeah, debut. That's big pressure under the big lights. Um, and that is, oh man, he's the main, he's the main fight on the on the prelims, which is the last fight before going into the main card. That's a pretty uh, a pretty serious position to be on the card. Um, I'm hoping good things for him, man. He seems like a good fighter. Looks like he's got a lot to learn still, but um, he's pretty exciting in there. Uh, Kind of doing some crazy dynamic strikes and and you know some high flying stuff so uh we'll see what his opponent has for him no odds on this because i'm sure heron's not very well known and well rosas is only has one fight to go off of so um he did face some adversity in that fight on dana white contender series so we'll see what he's got to give under the, the bright lights and the big show so good luck on that one buddy um I am pulling for him though, so uh, we'll see what happens. We're gonna go over this one a little bit deeper. Bryce Mitchell versus Ilya Tapuria. Um, we got another one, Darren Till versus Drickus Duplessis. And then uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio, he was supposed to be fighting, um, he was supposed to be fighting Robbie Lawler until Robbie Lawler got hurt. So unfortunately, um, but at least they kept him on the card. He still gets a fight against Alex Morono. Alex Morono's a very damn good fighter. He's the favorite right now. So unfortunately, I, I bet Ponzinibbio was the favorite against Lawler. And now he is an underdog against Morono. So let's see if he comes out with that dub after, you know, the replacement late notice. Uh, big fight here. We'll go over this one. Patty Pimblet versus Jared Gordon. A uh, lot of stuff going around with Patty Pimblet right now. A lot of drama. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit here in a minute. Same with this. Uh, got your main main fight here. Uh, main event, Jan Blokowicz versus Magomed Ankolaev. Um, let's go ahead and start with Ilya Tapura, which, you know, that's kind of a tongue twister. Ilya, T <laughs> Ilya Tapura. I don't know. That's a tough name, too. Anyway, as you can see, he's got some hands. Uh, nasty ground and pound. But I don't know if he can keep up with Bryce Mitchell, who's kind of on a tear right now. And uh, <laughs> funny stuff about Bryce, man. Um, he's a cool dude. Um, he's a real country type guy. And uh, he's got a real big kind of country accent. 
Um, he's from Alabama, I think. Oh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. So, yeah. But either way, um, he's got beef right now with uh, Joe Rogan, of all people, because he believes that he's a flat earther. He believes the earth is flat. He went off on a tangent on a post saying he's sick and tired of Joe Rogan spreading lies and rumors about how the earth is not flat. And he said, I can't believe you're calling myself and my mother a liar. Because <laughs> him and his mom believe the earth is flat. I don't know, man, where these people fucking come up with this shit. Um, if you believe that, I, I, sure. I mean, the dude's a great fighter. I'll leave it at that. The other shit he talks about and believes in, it's tough. So, um, the bad part is I like him. I liked him a lot, but then he started talking a lot of real crazy shit. So, either way, he's a hell of a fighter, hell of a ground fighter, great jujitsu. He pulled off this crazy move twice called the Twister and got a finish with it both times. So, um, I think it's only like the second person to ever get a finish with a submission with the Twister in the UFC. The first being, um, Oh, I had the name in my head and I forgot. Ah, fuck it. Either way, look it up. It's a twister. It's a tough move. It's a hard thing to get people in. And it's a, and it's a crazy submission that you're definitely going to get somebody attacked if they don't know what they're doing or how to get out of it. So there's that. And look up the Bryce Mitchell platter stuff. It's funny. Um, moving on. Drickus Duplessis is uh, fighting Aaron Till. So, Drickus is, let's see, is he the favorite? Didn't even look. He is the favorite, but just barely. One, minus 180 to plus 155, but, you know, he's he's ranked number 14. Aaron Till is ranked number 10, but as you can see here, he's got some heavy hands. Um, looks like he's he's real strategic. Look at, he's, he's covering up, and he comes back with a 1-2. Straight, straight overhand right. I mean, nice. He's got some power. And that's against uh, Trevor Giles, I think. Yeah. So, you know, no pushover there. So that was a pretty good win for him. Uh, a lot of people are talking good stuff about Duplessis. So we'll see what he's got for Darren Till. But Darren Till is, man, he's he's looking rough these days. He, ha he needs to get a win um, because if not... He's looking at maybe having to find somewhere else to fight. Uh, let me look here. He's only got four losses, but he's on a, on a two-fight losing streak. So he's got he lost his last two fights. He lost the one before that he won, and then the two before that he lost. So you know, two losses, a win, and then two more losses. So he, if he keeps up with that, he should be getting a win here. But yeah, I mean, these are just a couple of the things he's done. Unfortunately, the second one is a Donald Cerrone. That was sad about. Um, but either way, Darren Till's a good fighter. He's just one of those crazy cats that, I don't know, man. Outside of the cage, he's always in trouble. Um, inside the cage, he's just inconsistent. But he's got the talent and he's got the potential. He just hasn't put it all together. And uh, yeah, I mean it's a shame because he had what four wins in a row um but his losses have been to Tyron Woodley Jorge Masvidal Robert Whittaker and Derek Brunson so that's a hell of a schedule right there his win against Kelvin Gasolum Stephen Thompson uh Cowboy Cerrone yeah so I mean those are big names he hasn't had an easy time of it but he needs to get this win so that should be a good fight um, moving on, Jared Gordon. So Jared Gordon is fighting Patty Pimblett. So Jared Gordon has a uh, nice little uh, time on his hands here, some pressure, because Patty is such a, like, so big in the public eye that, uh, yeah, Jared Gordon is like, all right, I'm just here to maybe shut this uh, hype train down. But let's see. I want to see what the odds are. Uh, Patty is the favorite by a decent amount. Minus 245. Jared Gordon's an underdog. Plus 205. So, now he is coming off a win. 
but his, the two fights before he had a loss and he hasn't fought too many big people he did fight charles Oliveira, and he lost to him but that was way back in 2019 um other than that chris fishgold not too big of a name leonardo santos is his last win but yeah i mean he uh yeah i mean he's got he's got hands um i'm not sure what else he's good at sounds like he's a good a good grappler and wrestler as well but that's kind of patty's thing um he wrestles you down and gets you in submissions so uh yeah i'm not sure how jordan uh, jordan Corden is gonna fare in this one because Patty's just got that that heat behind him right now. So uh, let's move on to Patty. Speaking of submissions with Patty, here we go. I mean, this is quick. You know, he's got he's got the body lock on him. Throws in that choke pretty quick. This is his last fight against Jordan Levitt. Uh, which Jordan Levitt, pretty decent opponent. Uh, Patty's just kind of been working his way up there. Um, everyone was kind of giving him shit because he hasn't really fought too many big names. But he's only got three fights in the UFC. His first fight was against Luigi Ventramini. And then he fought Rodrigo Vargas. And then he fought Jordan Levitt. So he's 3-0 in the UFC. Um, a lot of pressure because, you know, he's... He's got people like Drake behind him, you know, Drake bet on him, bet millions on him, won, bought a Patty and Meatball Molly a Rolex. I talked about that before. Patty's got a big sponsorship outside of the UFC with Barcel. That's making him a pretty, pretty good bag of cash for that. And uh, yeah, he's just big in the UK, big way, uh, you know, overseas, so... Um, and he's become a pretty big name in the UFC. A lot of people touting him to be the next kind of Conor McGregor type. But, you know, he gets hit a lot in his fights. He does have hands, too. But he does get hit a lot in fights, unfortunately. So that's something that... Uh, that's something that kind of works against him because... Oh, man. If he... I mean, if Jared Gordon gets his hands on him... He, he might knock him out but what happens with patty is he gets hit a bunch and it kind of wakes him up and gets him going kind of like forrest griffin back in the day um or you know other fighters like that kind of like nate diaz too you know he gets hit a bunch but that's just kind of wakes him up and gets him going so cowboy was that way too um but a lot of these guys you know they they don't they don't get to they don't get to winning the belt a lot when when you're like that so i don't know we'll see what patty has to to offer and if he's gonna live up to the hype and and keep this train going but who knows he's a big name a lot of people know him that's one of the people that i've been asked about by people that don't even really follow fighting they know patty pimblet so they're like who's the crazy guy with the with the boy band haircut or the mop head haircut or <laughs> And, and, you know, it's pretty easy to know who that is because he's, like, one of the only guys that looks that way right now in the UFC. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this fight. I do want to see what Patty has. Oh, speaking of the the what I was going to say earlier when I said he's got a lot of heat around him. So he has his own podcast, and he had Dana White on the podcast. <laughs> and, man, they talk some mad shit about Ariel Awani, which, if you know anything about all that, Dana White absolutely fucking hates Ariel Hawani mainly because of some incident back in the day where Ariel supposedly leaked some information about Brock Lesnar that the organization wasn't ready to leak and they kicked him out of the arena and banned him from the events and took his credentials all that shit and then even further down the line um they tried to get him fired from all kinds of his jobs you know weren't happy he was with the uh, espn covering the ufc and all kinds of shit so basically dana white's talking mad shit but patty was the one that started it patty pimlet talked the most shit um and i'm not even sure why there was some mix-up according to hawani there was some mix-up about getting paid for the interviews and so patty says that Hawani makes all kinds of money off the fighters and just uses them for revenue basically but 
I mean, that's what he does. His job is, he's a, he's a, he says he's not a, Patty says he's not a journalist, that he's a content creator, but technically, Owani's a journalist. I mean, that's what he does. He reports on MMA. I mean, he's even done reporting on the NBA. He was a, a sideline reporter in the, at the NBA for a while when he was on ESPN. So, I don't know. I know a lot of people don't like Ariel Hawani. I don't mind the dude. I can see why people don't like him. But at the same time, I feel like he catches a lot of shit. And maybe he brings it on himself. But why is he still in the game? Like, how is... Why is he still one of the biggest people to go to for anything that has to do with MMA? You know? Or... I don't know. I don't understand. If he's just a fucking peon and a piece of shit, why does he have so much following why i don't get it it's it's very odd and it's confusing patty was it, it seemed like they were all good um patty and molly would come on the on the podcast all the time and now yeah this whole mix-up thing about getting you know paid for the interviews and stuff is weird so anyway that's the heat that i was talking about so you know i'm sure that's not gonna weigh anything on patty uh, for his fight, but you know the kid's got a lot of a lot of things going on around him, so we'll see how that all comes out. Moving on, main event. We got Magomed Ankalaev. Not a lot of people know much about Magomed because you know he's been he's been around for a bit, and you know uh, see, he's been in the UFC since. 2018 so he's been around a little bit his his debut fight was against paul craig which that's that's a pretty tough opponent and he lost that was his debut but that's his only loss on his record so um he, he's fought ian kutalaba twice nikita krilov Volkan ozdemir tiago santos and anthony smith was his last fight won all those fights he's on a one two three four five six seven eight nine fight win streak which is makes sense now why he's getting the fight for the vacant belt um and yeah he seems to win a lot of decisions but he's got some ko punches ko's tko's by punches and kicks um as you can see here he's got some hands that's kudalaba right there that he just knocked out so um looks like he fought him twice in a row um in february of 2020 which he got a TKO by head kicks and head kick and punches. And then in October of 2020, which is this one against Kutalaba, and it was a KO by punches. So he's got hands. Um, and he's got good grappling too, from what I understand. Just like all the other Dagestani Russian guys. So let's see. And I believe he is also ranked. What is he ranked? Three? Is it three and four? I, I think so. I think he's... I don't know what the hell their ranking is. Oh, hold on. I know where I... There you go. Yeah, three and four. Jan Blakowicz is uh, ranked number three. Magomed Ankalaev ranked number four. Uh, Here's the... Ooh, nasty front kick. Look at that. Kind of Anderson Silva type front kick. He's got some power though. Big boy, 205 light heavyweight. So, you know, he's going to have something behind that. But then he's fighting X. Oh, shit. Over here pushing buttons on other things. I shouldn't be. Um, Yeah, the, uh, the X champ. He was the champ not that long ago. Like I said, Glover beat him for the, for the uh, belt. And then Yuri beat Glover. So now Blockowitz is looking to get his belt back. Uh, Mr. Polish Power himself, as you can see, he's got some mad power. This is against Corey Anderson, a nasty knockout with that follow-up. Ooh, damn. So Uncle Live has his uh, hands full with that one, but I will say Blockowitz did not look like himself when he fought Glover. And I mean, not not taking anything away from Glover for that fight, because he deserved to get to get that win. And I love seeing him get the belt at the age that he's at. But uh. 
yeah, he just didn't look like himself. Uh, he came back and got the win against Alexander Rakic, though. So, who's also fighting on this card. And that was a, uh, as a TKO. Rakic had a knee injury, so I don't remember that fight as well. I just don't remember it being um, that exciting. But Blockowitz, when he was the champ, he did beat Israel Adesanya. Um, there's another KO. Oh, and that's that's Dominic Reyes there that he's knocking out. And that was impressive as well, what he did to Dominic. Because Dominic at the time, that was at the time he was pretty big uh, after fighting um, John Jones. And what most, a lot of people thought he beat John Jones. So, um, but yeah, he, uh, Blockowitz beat Adesanya in a, you know, uh, Adesanya went up in weight to 205 to try to become double champ, and Bakowitz just kind of wrestled him, and uh, yeah, kind of worked him, unfortunately, um, and I believe, yeah, it went to decision, so he just kind of dominated Adesanya, he was just too big for him, and Adesanya couldn't handle that the wrestling and the grappling that and the power of Blockowitz. so anyway there you go there's your main event i'm looking forward to it uh it's a pretty good card overall especially with the uh you know that that vacant belt you know we're gonna see we're gonna get a new champ here either a two-time champ or just a brand new fresh face champ for the light heavyweight and then that patty pimblet fight is exciting Pontenebio uh, versus Morono, that's going to be a good fight. Uh, I see that being a banger for sure. Aaron Till Duplessis, another one. Bryce Mitchell, Ilya Tapuria, that should be probably a good jiu-jitsu type, you know, grappling match. Yeah, that's a pretty good card, man. I'm excited for it. So, um, don't forget that I will be watching it live here on the podcast so obviously i can't show any of the fights like i said but you know i get to react in real time and react live to all the fights uh which can be fun you know i mean watching people reacting is hilarious especially with big big punches and kicks and ko's and big scrambles and and stuff like that i mean it's fun there's a lot of times when People start yelling and screaming here at the house when we're watching the fights. So, you know, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a cool event. I think it's going to be something something good and fun, different kind of content uh, for the podcast and for the channel. So hopefully, if you guys are watching this, you will check it out on Saturday. Um, we'll be going on. Like I said, if the main card is on, then the main card is on then i will be on podcasting and i will have guys from the uh the rumble podcast like i said uh joining me so there might be up to four other guys on here um you know it gets chaotic when there's a lot of guys on <laughs> but it it should be fun i'm i'm excited for it i'm looking forward to it and i'm hoping that everything runs smoothly and uh yeah Join us, please. I think it'll be fun. If nothing else, you can always watch it later. You know, just come back to the channel, check out the video. Uh, and don't forget to do what I always ask you to do. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell. And share the video too, please. I'd appreciate it a lot. Um, just trying to grow the channel, trying to grow the following and 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 get more viewers and listeners. Um, I always want to point to my social media because I am always on there uh, posting everything, uh, reposting things, anything I hear about, any of the good juicy news or rumors or um, it's even fights that are happening that they're showing on social media. If you haven't seen it, I'll be posting it. Uh, it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a, compilation of everybody else's social media and you can just come to mine and check it out and see all of it because i'll post all of it so and don't forget you can listen on anywhere that you get podcasts you can listen to the audio version of the podcast so check that out as well um and 
Also, I just want to give a shout out to the other podcasts I'm a part of. Uh, I said this before, kind of in a transitionary phase with all of these. Um, mo- I mean, we're it's basically the same guys in all of them now. We've kind of uh, compiled everything. So, what's going on, Magics? Um, I can actually see my chat. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm ready. I mean, we're ready to just kind of mesh everything into one and, you know, make it into one big show and just get a bigger following and get it out there. So if you want a little taste of what we do, it's the rumble. That bottom one there. <laughs> Magic's just going ham in the chat. <laughs> um, yeah, the Rumble is the that's the main podcast. Um, it's every Wednesday, eight PM on YouTube. We've moved everything to YouTube. Enough to be dangerous. We're still keeping that going for the moment. Uh that's on Tuesdays on YouTube. Everything will be on the Rumble Podcast YouTube channel. And yes, we're going to get stupid, dope, fresh. (laughs) This is what I'm saying, man. We just like to fuck around, make each other laugh and have fun. So it's going to be a good time. Come check it out. And hopefully, yeah, jump in the chat like Magix is in there right now. I'll be watching it. You know, if you guys got questions or you got, you know, just something funny to say, don't be rude. Um, We don't take any shit. And don't cry about what we're talking about because we don't give a fuck. So just come in there ready to have fun and uh, watch our reactions to the fights. You know, just listen in the background while you're watching the fights and, you know, you can watch along with us. So check it out. Saturday, 8 p.m. on this channel, Going Rounds Podcast. And that's about it. That wraps it up for me. Thanks, Magics, for checking in. And uh, thanks, thank you, everybody else, for checking out the show. Hopefully to see you guys here Saturday. 8 p.m. Don't forget, I will throw a couple more reminders out there on social media. Check out the promo video I did. It's uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. So go check it out. I'll be throwing some more reminders in there later. That'll do it for me. Take it easy. Have a good night. Peace.